With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It is Thursday. It's hour one. NBA draft tonight. You excited? All right, maybe not. Could get interesting there. Number two or three pick. Could there be a couple of trades? Yesterday, we thought there was a trade involving the Clippers and the Wizards and the Celtics, and then it turns out it's Memphis and the Wizards and the Celtics. And uh, Christoph Porzingis is still going to Boston here. Marcus Smart, in the uh, words of Mark Jackson, is going to Memphis, where he gets to babysit down there, and Washington basically gets nothing. If you're Kyle Kuzma, would you want to stay in Washington, where there's nobody else because now you can be the man be like, hey, this is my team here. Or would you be like, uh, I think it's time to get out of here. Also saw where Chris Middleton, Milwaukee Bucks, he uh, declined his $40 million option to stay with the Milwaukee Bucks. He's an unrestricted free agent. He could still resign, of course. And so could Kyle Kuzma in Washington. Just getting started on the day. Uh, Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Play of the day, poll questions, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Say good morning. Those watching on Peacock, thank you for downloading the app and our radio affiliates around the country. Jay Billis working the draft tonight. Billis will join us coming up a little bit later on. Uh, So it's uh, Porzingis to Boston. In case you went to bed last night, and the deal went south because of Malcolm Brogdon's health or health concerns, and then the Clippers backed out of that. But Porzingis is going to Boston. There's a fascination I have with Porzingis because I think he can always be better. For somebody that height and that skill level, he should be like a Victor Wambayama. You know, he should be able to be a really good rim, you know, uh, defender. Uh, pick and pop and, you know, all of those different things. And then I started to look at his numbers. He's a really good post scorer. And the numbers bear out that he's only second to the Joker. And he's really good at uh, defending on pick and rolls. 
he just hasn't taken that next step yet. Now you go, oh, he's averaging 23 and 7 and 6. Everybody averages 20 now. I mean, they do. If you're any kind of scorer, you're going to average at least 20. But I just want to know, what is he going to do when he needs to do it? Because Boston's going to be in big games. There are guys who are really good on bad teams. But then they get into big moments, and they're not as good. I don't know if Porzingis is big in a moment because he's going to have to be for the Celtics. But I like what they did because they got very little contributions out of uh, Al Horford, future Hall of Famer, and their other big man, Robert Williams. And I think they're probably looking at, uh, you know, down the road here, we've got a guy who can play defense and pretty good offensive player, and maybe we can count on him more than we did Al Horford, future Hall of Famer. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, dpdanpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Doesn't look like Zion will be traded tonight. Doesn't look like Dane will be traded either. But it doesn't mean that there haven't been discussions here. And it feels like if something would happen with New Orleans, it would be Brandon Ingram, not Zion Williamson. And maybe Portland is saying, hey, let's see what we get. If we're going to bring in, uh, you know, Scoot Henderson, okay, great. Now, Charlotte is probably not taking Scoot Henderson because LaMelo Ball and Scoot Henderson play the same position. But then if Portland is getting Scoot Henderson, Dame Lillard and Scoot Henderson sort of play the same position here. But it looks like Charlotte's locked in on Brandon Miller. And then you find out Michael Jordan is selling the Hornets, but Michael is involved in the process of who they're going to take number two overall. Okay. It'd be like if um, Paulie wanted to buy my house, and we have a contract, but before I sell it, I decide that I'm going to, I don't know, fill in the indoor pool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put concrete over it or whatever without asking. I'm just going to say, hey, you know, I'm going to make these changes here. If Michael, and maybe he's going to be a minority owner in the Hornets, but Mike and his track record at drafting, and it looks like they're going to take Brandon Miller. How do you say to Michael Jordan, hey, Mike, uh, we got it. You know what? How about, how about we take it from here? Because Michael is probably involved in the interview process with Brandon Miller. And also, there was a comment by Brandon Miller that people love to run with. And I know, you know, at this time of the year, you're like, hey, can we, is there anything that's making headlines? Here's Brandon Miller. He uh, talked about who his goat is in the NBA. I actually don't uh, think LeBron is, you know, the goal of basketball. I think my goal of basketball is Paul George. So, you know, I always grew up watching him, so it's never just LeBron. Okay. It's not a big deal, but it, it's his, his opinion. Not, you know, this is the guy I love. I love Paul George. Okay. I grew up loving Pete Maravich. He wasn't the GOAT, but I loved watching Pete Maravich play. But... Man, when you grab the headlines and LeBron could be involved in this, LeBron's not my go. Oh, wait till LeBron hears about this at Fashion Week in Paris. He's going to be upset about this. Just trying to enjoy the Louis show, and <laughs> I have to deal with this now? Yeah, I got uh, Pharrell and uh, Jay-Z at the Louis Vuitton. <sighs> Fashion. <laughs> I got Draymond here. With, oh, what, did, what did this kid say? I'm just trying to enjoy my holiday. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on holiday, yeah. and I have to deal with this. 
We go on vacation. They go on holiday. Holiday sounds nicer. It does. Where are you going on holiday? No, because I, I always go, well, what holiday? And they're like, what do you mean? No, you said you're going on holiday. Like, what holiday? And they're like, what's your vacation? I said, well, what does holiday mean? We have holidays. It's just a vacation is what it is. Smashing. <laughs> yes, Paul. I want to go back to Jordan for a second. That the, the Hornet, His team may pass on Scoot Henderson because he plays the same position or has the same body style as LaMelo Ball. Yeah. Would that be irony that the reason the Portland Trailblazers did not take Michael Jordan was because he played the same general position as Clyde Drexler, and that's one of the reasons they passed on him. Didn't, didn't we talk about this with the Golden State Warriors? Oh, you're taking uh, Steph Curry? Don't they already have guards there? And what, what, what role does he fill? Don't you just take the player? Well, I think that's what the, the philosophy is now. It should be. Instead of, like, let me just take the best player. Not, you know, he doesn't fit in, or we already got somebody at that position. Bas- basketball's positionless. It just... You know, I, I don't have a center, two forwards, and two guards. I might have three guards. I might have uh, two centers. I'm, I might not have a center. But if you're looking at these teams and their success, you're looking at, I got that guy who can play and that guy who can play and that guy who can play. Because if you said, hey, uh, where's Draymond Green going to play? Wherever he wants to. Well, Clay Thompson, yeah, he'll be fine. Steph, yeah, he's, he's good. We get caught up in these, well, you got to have the big man, you got to have two forwards, you got to have two guards. No, you just have to have people who can play and complement each other. But the NBA draft gives hope. That's what it's all about. And a golden opportunity like uh, Charlotte at number two, and, uh, you know, Dame Lillard in Portland at number three. But then you also have these other teams. You know, Dallas is all in, apparently, with Kyrie, and they have the 10th pick overall. Do they try to package that to get some veteran help? Are the Lakers going to be trading? Uh, Are the Clippers going to do anything? Is Paul George actually available to be traded for? This is what happens leading up to the draft. The possibility, the scenarios I'm hearing. Is Bam Adebayo available for the Miami Heat? It's just a lot of kicking the tires here. And maybe trying to flush things out. Hey, I, I didn't know Porzingis was going to be available. I thought, okay, maybe they're building around him. And Boston goes all in. I mean, I give Brad Stevens a lot of credit. That was a Danny Ainge kind of move there. You kind of swoop in, and if you're a Washington Wizards fan, man, good luck. They should just let you in for free. And then, you know, maybe you'll parking and concessions and things like that. Or or how about this? You pay on the way out. (laughs) All right, if you're, you know, like you donate something, like, you know, what what did this meal mean to you? What's it worth here? And then you just pay as you go. How about that? Maybe you get to watch the game, and then as you leave, and then they have a collection plate, you know, go to church, and then they pass it down the row. Hey, what, what do you think here? All right, let me give you 15 cents. And, you know, I had fifty. I got I was entertained there. Yeah, Tom. I like that. It's like an honor system type thing that <laughs> everyone will give some type of amount that can reflect what they just experienced the last few hours. You know, I still feel bad about this. This is off topic, but it's on topic if you follow me. I was uh, on vacation, and uh, I was in Italy, and I went into a church. And, you know, you're supposed to have the honor system where you put some money in and then light a candle. Well, I didn't have any money on me, so I lit a candle. And then my wife goes, you have to donate that money. That prayer doesn't count. Doesn't count. I know. And so it's bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Italy a couple of months, you know, six weeks ago. It still bothered me that 
I didn't put the money in the little coin uh, slot there. You're going to hell. No, I'm not. I just didn't put, you know, a dollar in the slot. Yes, Paul. How come you didn't just not light the candle, enjoy the church, and then walk I don't, out? Because, I don't know. I you saw, have to do something. I, all these people were there. And, you know, I get into those old churches, and it feels like every one of those statues is staring at you. Yeah. Like, what are you doing here? Dude, seriously? You're here? It's getting hot. Yeah. Why, why, <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you act like you've been here before? How about we kneel? You know? It is funny, though, that if there's something to do with your hands, you have to do it. But it was Easter Sunday. Oh, you got to double down, too, with the money. Yes. Yeah, you went cheap on them, bro. But I put all the money <laughs> in the collection basket. And then afterwards, and then my wife goes, you know, we should say some prayers. And I said, okay, for who? She goes, no, just, can you just follow me? And I go, okay. And then she had money and put it in. And then I go, I, I don't have any money. No ATM close by? No. Can't do that. No. And then I lit the candle, and she goes, "You, you got to, you can't light the candle and not pay." Oh, details, details, details. I'm paying them by me being here. Yes. Do you know how much an appearance fee is for me, honey? <laughs> right. Technically, they, I just gave them <laughs> lots of money. They owe yeah. you a couple. They, bucks. they owe me some money by showing up here at this church. I'll and, send them an invoice. Yeah. This church in Palermo, they they owe me. Yeah. Send them an invoice there, yeah, Paul. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I'll just think hey, you're, you're right. I mean, they scored. Yeah. You were probably filled that place. Yeah. And I don't understand Italian. They probably were whispering, I think that is uh, damn. Is that Jim Patrick? Daniele Patrick. Daniele Patrick. Yes. From Sports Center. Uh, this program brought to you by the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the old time greats, only one place to collect them all Panini trading cards, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Memorabilia cards, autograph cards, rare inserts. Start or continue your collection now. PaniniAmerica.net. Yes, see, or, uh, yes, Paul. Speaking of prayers, Dan, there's a lot of sad Celtics fans today in the Northeast. Their guy, Marcus Smart. He's the heart and soul of that team. Marcus Smart. Oh, they love He's him. He's their Draymond Green. Just hardworking, lunch pail guy. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Heart and soul, like you said. Not just the heart, the heart and soul. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're bummed today. You woke up. You they thought, should be. You thought you're losing Malcolm Brogdon. They have no connection. To Malcolm yeah, Brogdon. yeah. Malcolm Brogdon had been there for a year. Now they got to find some other dude to keep jacking up on contested threes and missing them. Now that, who are they going to find to do that? That was my problem with Marcus Smart. <laughs> was like, afraid to shoot, dude. You're not Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're a defensive player. <laughs> he, <he's>, Stop shooting. <laughs> he is very hard to quantify as a player because he, he seems to try at all times. Goes to the floor. The immeasurables, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Team first. But, you know, he's better than he was five years ago. Five years ago, he think he'd throw one out of bounds in a tight situation. Marcus Smart. Oh, Good interview, by the way. Uh, the Celtics are now tied with the Nuggets for the best odds to win the NBA championship. Uh, starting the week, Boston plus 550, now plus 475. They're tied with the Nuggets for the best odds. I don't have where everybody else is, This according to uh, DraftKings. I'd like to know where the Wizards are. Is there a worse team than the Wizards this year? On paper. Trying to think who else is going to be really, really bad. Could they threaten the 72-76ers who won nine games? Marvin? No. I think they win 24 games. 24. 24. Okay. Maybe uh, 
Maybe Picture Day Ray can reach out to DraftKings and ask him what the over-under is for the Wizards. Well, as of today, because they had Bradley Beal and Porzingis, you know, up until yesterday. Yes, Paul. Your Wizards the past two years, 35 and 47, 35 and 47. They're the most consistent team of basketball. (laughs) You got to sell it. You know exactly what you're getting with the Wizards. Mediocrity. That's tough. That's where you trust the process. But you trust the process if you have somebody like Joel Embiid where you go, okay, uh, we're losing, but we're going to start winning. If you're a Wizards fan, you're probably going, what is the process? Is there a process? Tell us if there's a game plan here. Because this feels like Washington is the East Coast version of Oklahoma City. But Oklahoma City I have complete trust in. They do have some talent, and they have a lot of draft picks there. But as far as the Wizards go, man, that is rough. Yeah, Paul. Is there a worse job in sports right now than season ticket sales manager for the Washington Wizards? What's the the strategy there? Wrap up the fan base. Well, because I can convince you to come out and see the Arizona Cardinals. Like, hey, you know what? Come on out. Uh, Kyler Murray will be back soon. And, uh, you know, we have nice facility here, and you get to see a good uh, opposition. You know, come on out and see the 49ers play the Cardinals. You know, the Wizards are going to be like, what are we selling here? What can, yes, Mark. And now with load management, all oh, the Lakers coming yeah. down. Oh, LeBron and AD are both out. Yeah, they didn't think like they needed to play here. You know, so that's why they're, they're taking the night out. Hey, come on out and see LeBron in street clothes. Yes, Mark. Did Tyce Jones act up with John Morant? Because he's in Washington now. <laughs> like, what did I do? I know. But he's the starting point guard. Oh, good point. Yeah. yeah you know upgrade. what? Yeah. yeah. It's time to shine. Yeah. I think he might feel pretty good where he's like, um, all right, I'm, I'm in Washington, and I'm the starting point guard for a team that's going to be terrible this year. All right, let me take a break. Jay Billis will join us uh, coming up. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
the original light beer, 1975, Miller Light. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. DraftKings has the odds of who's going to go number two overall tonight. Brandon Miller, right now the slight favorite over Scoot Henderson. Jay Billis, the popular analyst for the Mothership, he'll be on the call. NBA draft coverage coming up tonight starts at 8 Eastern on ESPN. Who do you think is going number two? I think it'll be Brandon Miller uh, of Alabama, primarily because he's 6'9", and he shoots it really well. And uh, Scoot Henderson, the one thing he hasn't figured out yet is the shooting piece. He's not a great perimeter shooter. He can make shots. Uh, but he's not a consistent perimeter shooter. And, and that's one thing in a, in a league that puts a premium on shooting. Uh, my guess is Charlotte's going to lean toward the 6'9 guy that can really shoot it. How much of a concern is that? In a league where everybody can shoot, you got a guy who can score but can't shoot in Scoot Henderson. I mean, it's certainly a concern, but he does so many other things at an elite level that uh, I think he's going to be a capable shooter. Mm-hmm. And he'll he, like he improved from his first year in the G League to his second. Like he's the only player I know I know of who's played two years in the G League uh, out of high school before going into the draft. He, he he graduated high school early to play in the G League, and his numbers actually were better offensive rating, rebounds, assists, better than Jalen Green when he was in the G League. Yeah, he's a he's a ridiculous athlete, and he reminds you a little bit of when Russell Westbrook was at UCLA. Yeah, I'm not saying Russell Westbrook now, but at, at UCLA, um, he he's impressive, and uh, and he's really competitive. Um, so it's it. I don't want to say it's a coin flip, Dan, but it's a it's a cl- I think it's a close call. But but I would certainly go toward the better what I consider to be the better prospect in, in Miller simply because he, he he has the shooting part figured out and he's he's super athletic and long and rangy and rebounds and all that. What would be a reasonable rookie season for Victor Wambayama? Well, he's going to be an impact player right away, especially on the defensive end. Um, I, I I think he'll be an all star. Um, he was raised for this and, and he, you know, he's incredibly productive. A lot of guys that, you know, are 19 years old, international players, they've not been lead dogs on their team, but he led that French league in scoring, rebounding, block shots. And I found this to be compelling. So Rudy Gobert played in the same division in France. He played in 27 games in that division. Wembanyama played in 34. So it's seven more games for Wembanyama. Wembenyama blocked over 50, 50 more shots than Gobert did. And like, I get, I get the feeling that people have that, oh, here we go again, more hype. 
Um, I look at the word hype as as kind of you know fake, like it's almost you know Barnum and Bailey Barker stuff. The, 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 this is fact, man. This guy is the real deal, and and nobody's making this up. The the only thing that stops him, and I'm not saying he's not going to have rookie growing pains and all that stuff, or some games he looks bad. You know, every rookie has that. But um, but the only thing that derails him uh, in his career is going to be an injury, and he's not shown any tendency for injury. Uh, he does a lot of injury prevention. Um, this this isn't made up. He's the best I've seen, best prospect since LeBron, and that includes some really good prospects. Okay, let me ask you about that. Knowing what you knew about LeBron when he was going into the draft, not since then, and you, what you know about Victor Wambayama, if both were on the board right now coming out of high school or Victor Wambayama out of the French League, who would you take? I've asked myself that question a lot because I think it's uh, it's profoundly interesting. Um, and and you're right. It's difficult to dismiss, you know, what LeBron's done afterwards because you would take, you know, you'd always take the sort of bird in the hand. You get a guy that plays till he's 38 at this level, uh, which is hard to imagine. But in today's game, I might lean toward Victor because of the way he impacts the game at both ends. The the problem is like so when LeBron came out, uh, you, you'll remember this. Like I was saying, you know, best high school player I've ever seen. Uh, just as skilled as Garnett or Kobe, but more physically imposing. Like the physically imposing part with LeBron, he was like a cyborg at, at age 18, and you knew it was going to get better. Um, and the only thing we question there is, is, is he going to improve as a shooter? Because he wasn't a knockdown shooter. Um, but, I mean, look what he's done. And I think Wembanyama is the same kind of – he can't miss. And you don't say that about everybody. Um, at least I, I try not to. He, he is absolutely can't miss, and and you, you hate to say it, but but injury is the only thing that stops yeah. him from being truly great. Yeah, and I think I would probably lean towards Victor Wambayama because knowing what LeBron could do, having seen him play a football game in high school and a basketball game in high school, he was just bigger and better and more imposing than everybody. I didn't think he could shoot but he was the best passer on the floor at his height. You look at Victor Wambayama, I, I said this last hour, he'll have a game where he has 10 blocks this year. And, and, and Popovich will put him in places where he can succeed. Pop never cares about rookie of the year or all-star appearances or any of that stuff. And I think that that'll be beneficial for him as well. Whereas LeBron went into Cleveland, he didn't have the guidance that Victor Wambayama is going to have. Yeah, and you know LeBron was was more um, publicized because he was here. Remember, he's on the cover of Sports Illustrated uh, as a, as a high school player. We were putting his games on television back then, which seemed like a foreign concept. Now it's we see high school games all the time, but back then you were like, wait a minute, you know, dial it down a notch. And you know when you when I said he was the best high school player I'd ever seen, I got criticized for that. Um, you know, now I don't think you would take heat for that kind of thing, but, but that was, that, that was the subject of criticism in, in 2003. But if Wembanyama played here, um, I think the, the one thing like him being a, a lead dog on his team, you know, leading, leading the league and scoring rebounding blocks at 19, most, most international players, his age are role players. And that league has a bunch of former NBA guys in it. 
and uh, and look what he did to it in a 40-minute game in international worlds. And then he came over here. You probably saw this, but if anybody hasn't, they're available. He played two games in Las Vegas against the G League Ignite, which had Scoot Henderson on it, Leonard Miller, guys that are going to go in the draft tonight. And he averaged 36 and a half points in the two games. He, he had 37 and 36 in two games. I mean, it's, it you know, it, he, he's the real thing. And, and like if, and you tell me what you think of this. If Ralph Sampson were born 19 years ago, maybe we'd have a little bit of a comparison. And by that, I mean, if Ralph were born 19 years ago, he would have been raised differently in the game. You know, when when, when we were in college, you know, you'd go to practice, and then at some point in practice, the coach would say, all right, big guys down here, guards down here. And the big guys would do back-to-the-basket stuff. If they ever faced up, you know, at what – there was no three-point line back then, but if they were ever faced up on the perimeter, they'd be like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> like, who do you think you are? And and uh, but Wembanyama operates at the three point line. He can operate out of pick and rolls. He handles the ball like a, he's like a six two guard that somebody put in a uh, a seven five body. It's really re- it's jaw dropping. It's remarkable. We're talking to Jay Billis. He'll be on the call. Malika Andrews will be the host. NBA draft coverage, and that will uh, start at eight Eastern on the Mothership coming up tonight. What do you think is the biggest mistake? Talent evaluators, GMs make when it comes to assessing how good somebody is going to be in the NBA? I, I don't know that I can put my finger on any one. It's not just one thing. Uh, and I think everybody makes those mistakes. Like Nikola Jokic was drafted number 41 in, in, overall, and, and he was taken in the second round. And it wasn't because, you know, talent evaluators just don't get it. Um, it's hard to do. And and it's hard to gauge. Like we're going to look back on this draft for sure. Not, I don't think on the with with Victor, but we're going to say in five years, ten years, we're going to go. We should redraft this thing. The ninth ninth drafted player was better than the second drafted player. That happens every year. Yeah. And there's somebody that comes out of the second round that turns out to be uh, an All NBA player. Not not All NBA, but an All Star player. It happens. Um, but you're, you're, there's so much of this that you're kind of betting on the future and trying to project. Like one of the things I think about, so Grant Hill, when he was a freshman, if he had come out after his freshman year, we would have said, can't shoot, can't shoot. Look at his three point percentage. The guy can't shoot athletic, but can't shoot. And, but he came out as a senior and he could shoot then. And he, he was a, a, an amazing player. Like, he was the Sandy Koufax of basketball his first seven years. His numbers compared to only a handful of the all-time greats. Um, and, and that's what, got, you know, evaluators are trying to do is project where they're going to be. And the, the thing is, projecting heart and competitiveness in, in that league is difficult. And some guys have different, you know, personal makeups that make them better players in the long run. Uh, I've found it to be really hard. I'm a, I'm a lot more humble about it than I used to be, and, and humility is not my strength at any stage. Yeah, you went to Duke. Um, the thing, that, <laughs> the thing. Okay, who's got a bigger ego, you or JJ Redick? Oh, my ego is bigger. Yeah, really? and rightfully so. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's got J, JJ has a lot to be humble about. Let's put it that way. He, 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 he was a better player, but it ends there. <laughs> I, wanna... I found out a lot about J.J. last night. Do you know that he doesn't wear a belt? He never wears a belt. And I find that 
Okay. Very odd. And then, uh, and he's very worried about tie length. His tie has to be the right length. And he always, <laughs> he takes three or four times to tie it to get it the right length. He's got some issues. <laughs> He'll be on the draft coverage tonight with uh, Jay and Malika and company. I, I'd like to find out how much you want to be great, like the, the work ethic. And, and how do you find that out? Of somebody is hungry and wants to be great and put, you know, I, I bring like Joker. I don't know if he was hungry to be great. It just felt like he was a big guy, but there's been a ton of big guys. But then something happened or something clicked. And then trying to gauge that of Peyton Manning's obsessed with being the greatest quarterback of all time. Maybe Ryan Leaf wasn't obsessed with being the greatest. Or Tom Brady's obsessed with being great. Jordan wanted to be the greatest. How do you, how do you find that in somebody's DNA? I don't know. I mean, you, you do the most research you can. That's why scouts get the games early to see who comes out and practices early and stay late to see who stays there afterwards. They do a ton of intel finding out what's the work ethic like, you know, what, what's the player like, um, talking to other people about how they treat people. Um, sometimes you can see it. Um, other times you, you have to, you know, you try to hear about it as best you can. I'm not sure, like, the players are so programmed now. Everybody knows what to say. And th- this this will resonate in our age group. Like, I, I remember uh, during the draft process, a, a coaching buddy of mine said, everybody's Eddie Haskell now. You know, like, like everybody, hello, Mrs. Cleaver, you look nice. And then they turn around <laughs> and they, they're themselves after the draft. And, you know, guys that weren't in great shape during the year, the, their best condition, all of a sudden are cut up and ready after the season ends. But, but, you know, the ones that are ready to be pros, like there is a maturity factor. Guys can get, can increase their maturity as they go on. There may, maybe like a JJ Reddick could be an example. He would probably say that his first couple of years at Duke, he wasn't a focused player. And then he became one and he became a, a craftsman and got in amazing shape and, and worked incredibly hard. But if he came out after his sophomore year, I'm sure people would have said, well, he's, he, he doesn't work as hard or stuff like that. But, but it's not – I'm not sure it's a switch that flips, but, but guys do mature. Uh, in the final 30 seconds, do you have a favorite player in the draft that we can keep an eye on? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that Taylor Hendricks of Central Florida is really good. Um, he's, a, he's a prototypical kind of 3-and-D stretch four. He's not, he's not sensational. Uh, but he's so good, and and he'll be one of those guys that he's so solid, and he can shoot it from three and block shots and rebound. Um, I think he's a top top six guy. Mm. And then Cam Whitmore is going to be really interesting because he didn't play as much because of injury out of Villanova, and he's uh, he's got an NFL body. I mean, he's a Mack truck out there. Um, so I really like him. I just I, I don't know that he's going to go top five. It'll probably be between uh, seven and ten. Good to talk to you. Have fun tonight, Jay. Thank you. Always. Thank you, Dan. That's Jay Billis, ESPN College Basketball Analyst. He'll be on the call tonight. They got a a plethora of people there. They got uh, Woj will be there. Malik Andrews will be there. J.J. Reddick will be there. The coverage starts at 8 Eastern on the Mothership. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. 
This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show, heard weekdays from five to seven Eastern, two to four Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rocking dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. Fine. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hour in this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. More of your phone calls coming up. NBA draft night tonight. One trade fell through, but then the Wizards, Celtics, Memphis Grizzlies brought it back to life. And Kristaps Porzingis is in Boston right now. And Marcus Smart is in Memphis. Uh, Ty Jones is in Washington, if you're keeping score, and a couple of draft picks are in there. Imagine you give up Porzingis and Bradley Beal, and I don't know if you got one first-round draft pick out of all of that. If you're trying to do what Oklahoma City has done, you haven't done a very good job. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Uh, Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. It's little things sometimes that we look back upon. You you have big ticket items. Obviously, you had uh, you know Scoot Henderson, Brandon Miller, and of course, Victor Wambayama, that we focused on those players, certainly Victor Wambayama. I don't know if you were aware of what the Denver Nuggets did yesterday. Probably not. They acquired picks 29 and 32 via the Indiana Pacers. 
So that gives them three picks inside the top 35 of this year's draft. Now, the draft isn't as deep in NBA uh, as it is in other sports. But these are, these are uh, rounds one and two. That's all it is. Second round picks cost very little against the league's salary cap. And the Nuggets can keep their core intact. And maybe they, you know, strike pay dirt. Keep in mind, Christian Brown was 21st overall pick last season. And he logged some valuable minutes, even scored 15 in game three of the finals. You know, the hit rate on late first-round picks or second-round picks, not promising. But last night, that deal, maybe a minor move that keeps Denver in contention for years to come. It's small things. We tend to focus on the shiny things. When you're drafting in the NFL, oh, did we get a quarterback? Or did we get a wide receiver? Did we get an edge rusher? Meanwhile, you get a run stopper. Nobody cares about that. And you got a center who's going to play for the next 10 years. But we're not excited about that. And that's how you win. As great as Patrick Mahomes has been, what happened when he didn't have an offensive line? He got crushed by Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. But you get these players, and then all of a sudden you, you kind of put them in, and then you don't even think about that anymore. Tampa didn't have a good offensive line when Tom Brady got to town. They made the offensive line better. They ended up winning a Super Bowl. You got to have uh, Joe Burrow didn't have a good offensive line. Got a good offensive line. They go to the Super Bowl. You have to have those players. And it's not exciting. Nobody loves to talk about it. It's like when you go to the NFL draft and your team takes an offensive lineman and the ESPN camera is on you and you're going crazy. Well, you're only going crazy because the camera's on you, not because of the offensive lineman you took out of NC State. But these are the pieces that help you become a champion. you got to have a great player or two great players. Great quarterback. Yes, you have to have those. But you have to have these pieces that fit, that make everything else work. Yeah, Paul. Chiefs are the best example. Tyreek Hill was a fifth-round draft choice. Uh, go back, was it Isaiah Pacheco, the running back? Seventh round. Seventh round. That's basically a free agent. They pay, they're paying him nothing to do, and he's he's got a guaranteed contract. They they don't have to pay him. Travis Kelsey. I think third round. I think so. Yeah, yeah, third round. He was a out of Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. He was the fifth tight end taken. You have to have these pieces that help make the better players even better. And yes, you have to have depth. You know, for everybody who says you don't need depth in the NBA, well, you do if you have a roster, like the Suns do, of guys who get injured. Because it's going to happen. It's not a question of if, but when these players get hurt. Bradley Beal or Kevin Durant. You know, Devin, Devin Booker last year. You have to have those players that you can put in and you can somehow ride out the storm. It doesn't mean you, know, you have to have those pieces to win a championship. But it's a long season. And look at Denver's roster. And if you can add a couple of guys who are not going to cost you much, you still keep your stars in place, and now you get even more depth there. And you take some time away from those players during the regular season. We talk about load management. If you have good enough players, then you don't have to play your stars 38 minutes, 39 minutes a night. And that's that became really important for the Lakers because they were top-heavy. Now if I get guys who can play, maybe LeBron can rest a little bit more. And the minutes add up. So you can have load management while you're still playing. And I think that's really important. I think Denver quietly went about strengthening their roster last time. 
All right, so uh, NBA draft coming up tonight. Poll question for the final hour is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Dan, we've had two of them up there so far. Okay. Uh, we had uh, you would buy stock in Bryce Young, <laughs> Caleb Williams, Victor Wembanyama, Wembanyama. Man, I really, I'm, it's going to take me a long time to get those word syllables out. Uh, right now, 60% would buy stock in Victor, followed by Caleb Williams. Bryce Young not getting much love in that. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. yeah. I think he's – it was the right draft pick for them. I just don't know how much of an upside is going to be there for somebody who maybe doesn't do one thing great. I think he's, you know, very smart quarterback, uh, and he seems like a natural-born leader for them. But, man, I go back to, is he a right-handed Tua, you know, just size-wise? And, of course, both playing at Alabama, but I'm, I'm just – that would be my concern there. The, you, know, you can learn how to fall as uh, Tua is, but the defensive player decides how you fall. If, if I do jujitsu, then maybe I can decide. It's an interesting concept, though, that he's taken the <laughs> – right, that he dove into jujitsu to figure out how to use that force. Yeah, but, but it's not like it's just him falling – Somebody is going to make him fall. Right, but that's the whole point of jujitsu, right? Yeah, but if somebody is 6'5", 280 pounds, and they're slinging me around, then it doesn't matter. Just I, go with it. Like, I can't go, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm falling, jujitsu, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm falling, jujitsu. Yeah. By the way, did you see where Mark Zuckerberg has challenged Elon Musk to a cage match? You mean like MMA-ish? I, I don't know if it's MMA or jujitsu, but I love that. First one to get their hair pulled off is going to be awesome. Dang. Yeah, he went. Oh, yeah, send me the location. I'll yeah, be there. Yes, yes. Mark Zuckerberg calling out Elon Musk via Twitter. Yes, Paulie? Yeah, I can't tell who called out whom, but uh, Zuckerberg says it's go time. Send me the location. I which think is... Musk called out Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Well, I got some information, some background in case we had the story. Zuckerberg's been lifting for the past about four years. He's on the Jeff Bezos plan where I got nothing left to do. Might as well lift. Well, he doesn't look like Jeff Bezos. No, but I'll tell you, Zuckerberg is getting there. The haircut's not good. The, the guns are good. Okay, Bezos, Elon Musk, and Mark Zuckerberg. Musk is doughy. In, in the cage, who comes out? I don't think Elon Musk is beating anybody up. I don't think so either. Not even close. I don't think so. To recharge his batteries between rounds. Mm-hmm. Get it? Musk. Recharge. Oh, Tesla. Tesla. Oh. <laughs> Is he going to have a long extension cord attached to him? I think Zuckerberg's got nerd energy, though. Like, like people who okay, but Jeff on. Bezos was the nerd guy. He was? Yeah, I think that's one of those where the guy all of a sudden wakes up and he's like, damn, I'm really rich. I can do whatever I want in the world. And then he started, uh, you know, Pumping iron, next thing you know, got a beautiful woman on his side. Tail of the tape, uh, Elon Musk 51, Mark Zuckerberg 39. I don't have reach or hand size. Well, no, what about Bezos? Bezos, he's older, but definitely the bigger of the three. Yeah, Bezos, it's kind of jacked there. See, if I had that kind of money, I would be like, U.S. government, turn me into Jason Bourne. And be like, all right, who wants to fight? (laughs) You'd have like a chip implanted in you? I don't know if I'd have a chip implanted in me, but make sure that I have all those skills without any of the crazy. Mm. That's what I would do. Okay. 
Are there odds on this fight, Paulie? Yeah, a couple sites have Zuckerberg uh, <laughs> minus 500, Musk plus 300. That's an 83% chance that Zuckerberg wins the fight. Jeff Bezos, by the way, 5'7". Yeah, but, you know, wrestlers, it's not how tall you are. Ground and pound. Yeah, yeah. I want to look at your ears. If your ears are all disfigured, then I would never mess with. You go into a bar, you see somebody with disfigured ears, oh, yeah. don't mess with them. I once said that to uh, my son. I was on the train once, the subway. And I was like, buddy, you see that dude's ears? Yeah, don't ever mess with a dude like that. His don't ears it. all like a cauliflower. Dudes are all cauliflower. Oh, yeah. I was just like, that means that dude could fight. Don't fight guys yes. like that. Yes, yes, more. You said Bezos is 5'7"? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying anybody short. You don't, those short guys, Leverage. they've always been tried. Somebody's always tried them their entire lives. I don't know if anybody tried Jeff Bezos. I 5'7"? I don't know. But he wasn't jacked until about 10 years. I don't think anybody years. knew anything about him. I'm just talking about like growing up. like mm. Short people, look at any short <laughs> NBA player, NFL player, Yeah, try them. Yeah. See what happens. Act up. See what happens. <laughs> yes, yeah, see. We're getting a stay in our lane uh, oh from the, my God. the from MMA the, group. From the hand-to-hand combat community. Uh, so, uh, you guys are describing judo, not jujitsu. <laughs> okay, whatever. The good thing is we don't care okay, about either. Did Mark <laughs> <laughs> equally? Did Mark Zuckerberg? He's he's a proficient in jujitsu or in judo. And then is uh, Tua Tagovailoa able to fall because he's taking jujitsu? I can't keep track. Yeah. I don't know, but if he's supposed to be taking judo, he's in big trouble. Yes, Paul. I think Zuckerberg is proficient in coding, and he jujitsu is on his side. Mm. Yeah, there. I don't have a. Uh, Jeff Bezos, I don't have a lot of sports in his background, looking back to his childhood. Mm. Yeah, I think these are the nerds that all of a sudden woke up and they got all the money, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, are I going to have that woman? Yeah, sure. Yeah, she yeah. loves you. Guess for what? you. Now she I loves you too. for you. Now I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hired Steven Seagal himself to teach me yes, how to fight. Yes, yes. Steven Seagal. Half past dead. Yeah. Always three words. Three words in the title. Half past dead. Yes. Out for justice. Yes. Yeah. Steven Seagal always. Hard no to way out. Hard to kill. No way out. Yeah. And then Liam Neeson picked up on that in a couple of his movies. <laughs> Got to have just three three words in there. Don't confuse people. Dan, we're getting a stay in our lane from the uh, John claude Van Damme. No. <laughs> I, am I still in stay in my lane with Southern Rock people, or are we past that? No, 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 no. We're not past that at all. So, uh let me see. What was the one I just saw? Uh, somebody tell Dan that Green Grass and High Tides was sang by the Outlaws. Outlaws. So did Marshall Tucker cover that? Marshall Tucker yeah. band. Paulie G's not. Oh, okay. Emi, Emi, uh, Marshall Tucker band was basically formed in '72. Molly Hatchet in '70s. So uh, Hatchet in the prime in the '80s are confusing time periods. Yeah. All I know is Molly Hatchet when they first broke. I think it was flirting with disaster. And I'm going to guess that was in the late 70s, perhaps. You know, it's supposed to be a great trip. Yeah. Uh, if you fly into Memphis and then just take, I think, like, just within an hour or two outside of there is, like, uh, Muscle Shoals, like, all of that stuff. You can mm-hmm. basically go to the birthplace of so much music yeah. with just a short ride right outside of Memphis. Um, that's supposed to be pretty incredible. You take a week or so doing that. All right. Thanks for keeping me honest on the outlaws, green grass, and high tides. But Marsh Tucker, can't you see? What the hell, mama? Yes, Paul. 
first 10 Steven Seagal movies, just to recap, Above the Law, Hard to Kill, Mark for Death, Alfred Justice, On Deadly Ground, Under Siege, Executive Decision, Fire Down Below. Outlier, Executive Decision. Exit Wounds, Half Past Dead, <laughs> Out for a Kill, which is not, not the same hard as to kill. Hard to Kill. The wholly different movie, Belly of the Beast, Out of Reach, Into the Sun, Today You Die, Mercenary for Justice, Flight right. of Fury. <laughs> Make sure you vote for Marvin's playlist, the cookout playlist, if you would like to vote for Yacht Rock or Southern Rock or uh, Kid Rock, Soft Rock. Punk Rock. Punk Rock. Yes, Marvin. Besides Christopher, besides Christopher Cross sailing, what else is in the uh, Yacht Rock category? Yes, Paul. Kenny Loggins would be an alpha dog in the Yacht Rock community. Any Kenny Loggins? Even though Loggins and Messina. Sure. That's first ballot. Yeah, but Kenny Loggins, I'm all right. He has pop hits. But yeah, he but also... that's not Yacht Rock. I put Steely Dan in there. Steely Dan could go Ooh, Yacht Rock. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Stay in your vessel. That's what they're saying. Oh, is that Yacht what they're Rock. telling Stay me? Stay, Stay in, in, in my vessel. vessel. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Stay, fair enough. <laughs> I might have made a mistake on Greengrass and High Tides, but nobody can refute Southern Rock, Dwayne Allman, and the Allman Brothers. Yes, Todd. We throw the Juby Brothers into Yacht Rock. Some Hole and Oats gets mixed in there a little bit. Uh, I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. Michael McDonald, sure. Yeah, I guess. Michael McDonald. Yeah. I haven't been on a yacht. I don't know what they play on Yacht Rock. Why do they call it Yacht Rock? Rupert Holmes. Rupert Holmes. Wasn't he in uh, Escape? What? Pina Colada song. Pina Colada song. Oh, God. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.